You're listening to a podcast of This Positive Life, the Body.com's growing collection of first-person stories from people living with HIV. Welcome to This Positive Life. Where are you from? I'm born in Modesto, but I come from an Arab dad and a Mexican mother. How long have you known that you were HIV positive? I found out I was HIV positive in 2007, September 28th. And did you suspect that you were at risk? Not quite. I don't think I had the, the right impression of suspicious of me being positive, but I can remember that I had some fatigue. That was one of the side effects that was currently happening, and then I was like, hmm, maybe I should go get tested. Were you very shocked? Did it take a long time to get used to it? I'm still getting used to this world of being HIV positive, you know. So have you told anybody in your family? I have not disclosed my HIV status or, you know, my sexual preferences status to my family yet. No, I'm currently working on that. And how are you working on that? I want to come out to my family at some point And, well, I'm going to a psychological therapy. And, uh, yeah, I'm working with my psychologist to develop a plan that will not jeopardize, uh, you know, the communication with the family and that will not hurt them. And it will not damage me, like, uh, psychological damage to me. I understand that your mother's in Alaska and your father's in Quebec and you're in San Francisco. Yeah, I am in San Francisco. My mother's in Alaska. My father's in Quebec. I have never been actually with my mom or my dad. I have only seen my mom twice in my life, and I have only seen my dad four times in my life. And uh, the reason why I am in San Francisco is because this is the city that I found, uh, you know, it was good for me to start a new world, being uh, gay and being positive, too. So how did you get through the first uh, few months of being HIV positive? When I was first diagnosed with, you know, HIV that simple news, you know, you are positive, it just echoing my head, and, and I knew it was going to be, it, it changed me. You know, it changed uh, everything. Perhaps I was taking some things for granted in life, and now that I managed to be positive, it's like I can actually, you know, go back and be like, oh, I was doing something wrong. You know, I should appreciate life in a more positive way. Uh, also, I had nightmares, and I was a little depressed, so I'm still learning, you know, I'm still coming out of that conundrum because it was a complete conundrum for me because I had no education on HIV. Uh, this time I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm HIV positive. I'm going to die soon and it's only going to be me by myself. You know, it's, I felt really disgusted and I lost some appetite for boys. Like, no, I didn't want to have no sort of relationship with anyone. And I kind of went under my little shell, you know. And how did you find support? Where did you go? When I was tested positive, I went back to my room for a whole week, and I talked to one of my friends who lived in San Francisco. And I said, hey, this is just happened, and I don't know what to do. I really don't want to be here. He's so like, well, come to San Francisco. You can move up here because I think right now that you're HIV positive and you're gay, San Francisco has a lot of resources that will suit your needs. And right away, within the same day, I moved to San Francisco. And the next morning, I went to uh, some of the agencies here, for example, Young Bay Positives. And it's a bunch of, um, it's, it's an agency that has gay, positive males around my age. 
And there's so many uh, programs in that agency that are actually developed to bring some comfort, education, and better understanding of the status. Where did you move from? Where were you living at the time? I was going to um, UCSB in Santa Barbara, California. It's only about five hours south of uh, San Francisco on the Pacific. So now you're going to university at, in San Francisco? Yes. How accepted do you find it to be HIV positive? I mean, do you live in the Hispanic community, the English community, the Arabic community? <laughs> Which community do you associate with most at this point? I was raised Muslim, and so I consider myself, you know, like my culture and everything is more Arab. So I want to say I identify with my thinking and everything to be more on the Arab side. But right now, uh, just uh, staying neutral pretty much, you know, because my Mexican culture does not approve HIV nor being homosexual and is still stigma for them. And so it's for the Arabs. Being Muslim and being gay, wow, you know, it's like a, a big deal. And so right now I'm trying to stay with my own, you know. So it sounds like a, you have two difficult choices there. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, I'm coming to terms with my reality right now. You know, it's like a reality check. You know, it's making me stronger, and I think it's making me more capable of going through life. And I think that now that I'm HIV positive, I think I'm actually living a more positive lifestyle because now I'm really careful what I decide. Like, I think I, I'm learning how to make the right choices. You mean in terms of what you eat? and? Yes, um, you know... So much for uh, nutrition. It starts from nutrition to, it's an overall, you know, because the immune system, you know, HIV affects the immune system. And it can also, depending, if you're a sad person, you know, it can also play a role, you know, in your immune system. Me being positive now, I have to eat healthy. I have to, you know, take care of my body even more than when I used to before. I've always been a really happy kid. So now I'm trying to also stay as, as happy as I can. So that, you know, the more happy you are, the better your your health will be. So being positive to me is like, okay, you're positive from the inside, so you're positive all over. So now it's like I have to live a happy lifestyle and, I, you know, I like a good, comfortable lifestyle and I have to take care of myself now more than ever now that my immune system is compromised. When you first were diagnosed, did you need to start treatment? No. At that time, uh, they told me I could. But like I said, everything started, I started making decisions right then. I decided not to take medication until when I felt it was more necessary. Are you on medication now? Um, yes, I am. What are you taking? I am taking Truvada and Ritonavir and TMC. TMC-125? So you're on a clinical trial. Why did you decide to go on a clinical trial? I had an option of taking a tripla. And a tripla is a combination of Truvada and Sustiva. So then I came across this flyer that said that there was a clinical trial with these particular medications, and I saw Truvada there as one of the main ingredients. And then I saw that TMC-125 that wasn't yet not approved, but uh, I felt like it needed, it, the research was asking me, hey, this medication could be a great uh, medication to be on the market, but we need your help in order to make sure that it will be beneficial for other HIV-positive people. And so I kind of said, okay, I'm going to be part of this research. Well, that's great. Did you have a problem also with insurance or 
could you get medications free or what's your circumstance in terms of paying for medication? This is another reason why I moved to San Francisco because San Francisco has this wonderful program called ADEP and basically I'm a low income because I don't work, I only study. And so I have to do is, uh, for example, when the medical research is over, if I decide to not go with that medication, I can just simply go to the ADAPT agency and I do an intake with them and they will put me in the scale. And since I have no income, they will give me the medication at no cost. That's great. Yeah, it's wonderful. And San Francisco, you know, it's one, it's this beautiful city because, you know, it has all these resources. So you're stable in terms of your meds and your CD4 account went up since you started your meds? Yes, my CD4 account went up. My percentage went up, and which is a really good thing. Before I take the medication, my viral load was around 11,000, which is still considered low. But thanks to this medication and thanks to being part of the research, the benefit was that my viral load became undetectable. And have you had any side effects? Well, one of the side effects that I have noticed is energy. level at first, because I started it in February, so it has not yet been six months. Depending on what time I take the medication and what I eat with the with the medication, my energy levels are like sometimes are really really energetic. Sometimes I am not that energetic. So it's just a matter of getting used to it, I guess. Who was the first person you told you were HIV positive? The first person I told I was positive was my best friend, Ramsey, who lives in San Francisco and who is the one that, you know, extended his hand to me and said, look, I live in San Francisco. San Francisco has these great agencies, has this great program for gay and HIV positive people. So you're more than welcome to come over. So he was the first guy I told. So it turned out well. He was the right person. You picked the right person. Exactly. I've known my friend for five years, and uh, I told my friend, you're like my little angel, you know? I believe In Islam, we believe that if you're a true Muslim, God takes care of your problems before they come to you. It's funny because, you know, I've known him for five years, and it's like, okay, you, when I met you, I met you for a reason, because God knew what was going to happen. So then he put you there as my little angel, you know? So what do you advise others to do about disclosing their status? You know, some people are afraid to tell anybody, and they don't know how to pick somebody. Yes, I went through that situation, too. I think being HIV positive is a very sensitive topic, uh, issue, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's a chronically illness, and it should be treated sensitively. You don't want to give those people who have a stigma, you know, a reason to to push you away or whatever. But I think when you're positive and you're like, okay, I need support, I, you know, I feel lonely because that happened to me. When I tested HIV positive, I felt lonely and deserted, you know. I felt like really bad inside and, and there was this pain that wouldn't go away. It was this permanent pain, you know, in my heart that was like making me so sad, making me so depressed. Within the same week of me being diagnosed, I was like, okay, I need to tell someone I cannot handle this on my own. I think if you have a true friend, I think your mind, your instinct will tell you, you know, I, I strongly believe that this is the right person that I can talk to. And I thought about it. So there was not really no negative outcomes if I was to tell my friend Ramsey. Because through all the five years that I've known him, he's been an excellent, excellent friend. And so automatically when I thought about telling someone because I needed someone's support, he was the first person that popped into my head. And yep, I only had positive outcomes, you know, by telling him so. When I analyzed the situation, I had more positive outcomes than negative outcomes. So then that's pretty much how I did it. What advice would you give to someone who was recently diagnosed with HIV? Now that you've gone through getting used to it, finding someone to tell, 
joining a support group, finding a doctor. What would you tell somebody who just found out today? If someone comes to me and tells me, hey, you know, I'm HIV positive, I say, well, how are you feeling? What's in your head right now? Because when you get tested and when you test HIV positive, all it's in your head is a conundrum with a huge question mark. You have no answers. You have many questions that you still cannot understand what questions those are, and you have no answers. I mean, that's how I felt. And I would, I would be, hey, you know, I'm HIV positive too. This is a new beginning. It's not as bad as you think it is. Here's my number, my email. Please, please do not hesitate. If you have any, anything, call me and I will do whatever I can to fulfill your request. In the meantime, I'm going to tell you a little bit of all my life story and I'm going to tell you, you know, what are the agencies that I went through and give me the opportunity to talk about my experience from day one, which is being recently diagnosed till right now. And I hope by telling you my story, I hope that you find some answers. I don't think anything works out better than when we, you have an HIV positive person who just barely found out they were positive today and you talk to them about your story. And I think that that would be the best help I could ever give to anyone. That sounds great. Thank you so much. The opinions expressed by hosts or interviewees in this podcast do not constitute professional advice, should not be considered substitutes for professional services, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Body Health Resources Corporation or its sponsors. Please see the full disclaimer online at thebody.com. If you have comments or questions, please contact us. Thanks for listening to This Positive Life. For more podcasts and other first-person stories, please visit us online at thebody.com. If you'd like to share your story, please email us at podcast at thebody.com. Thank you.